Thundergrunt Podcast Network. My son Sam and I went to the grocery store earlier this week to pick up lunches for him. Make sure he could eat during the week. And I ran in to my favorite vampire. I mean, I, I love vampires. I love lots of vampires. I love the Nosferatu. I love the aristocratic vampires. I love the crazy street brawling vampires. I like vampires a lot. But we ran into my favorite vampire, Count Chocula. Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters, a collector of knowledge. Curioso Podcast. Let's get this party started. Blah. Blah. I want to suck your blood. Blah. Vampire. That's how we're gonna start the show. Is it really? We're <laughs> yeah. really gonna? Oh, that's terrible. No, I don't. I don't. No, that's bad. I mean, maybe if, uh, if we have a, a a larger, you know, maybe electro body music fan base, mm-hmm. that might work. It, well, okay. You well, know? let's let's see. Oh, it's we kind of started it like the uh, the first uh, the first Blade movie. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty close, yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of which, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. has been trying... Tracy Lords. Wait, oh, okay. I yes. wasn't oh, I was wait, no, talk about Tracy Lords. But no, no, Wesley Snipes <laughs> has been apparently talking to Marvel about trying to... Uh, Revamp yes, the series. Yes, fold Blade into... Because Blade is now owned by Marvel again, yes, right? Yes. I don't mean to, like step on the toes of, like, Joel and Lars over there at Hobo Radio and talk, mm-hmm. like, pop culture or whatever that's happening right, right off now. Right the bat. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> and here, next to me, is my good friend Joe. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, no, but uh, but it, it's really cool. So, like, they're, they're actually talking to him and might go forward with some either Blade as a TV show or okay. do another movie. They tried that. They did, and that was terrible. Horrible. It was absolutely awful. Actually, I was fine with all three movies. I liked all three. Yeah, the third one, not so much. Okay, yeah. Well, it had Jessica Biel in it, and that to me saved it. That's the only reason that it saved. Well, I like Ryan Reynolds too. Yeah, but but not in that that movie. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm saying you had a bunch of cool pieces. Yeah, they didn't fit together. You know what I mean? Well, the I, Wesley I agree Snipes with you. type, yeah, uh, the Ryan Reynolds. But Wesley Snipes was really good in all, all no, of no, those. No, but he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You had great pieces. Yeah, they didn't mix together in that film well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it would be really cool if they did that. But also, they're talking about maybe doing it about his daughter, mm-hmm. and then he winds up in like the whistler role. As you know what I mean, backup and that sort of thing. Right, right, right. But he's still the daywalker. He is, he is. But you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. You know what I mean. Always right. been on black. <laughs> That's right. So, but uh, no, I thought that would be really cool. But anyway, we're here to talk about vampires. Vampires. Because we're in the midst of our crypt keeper. You can't. Well, like, you why can never can say, it? say it. Why can't you say it? You can't, I can't. say it. It just can't. You take, say it then. Take the fangs out of your mouth, <laughs> and you should be able to say <laughs> the, it. 
fake plastic fan. I actually <laughs> right. have the big gigantic ones that have like the plastic hinge on the back. Oh yeah, where you wind them up and they're like nah nah nah. No, nah. no, no, those are different teeth. But anyway, close <laughs> enough. So yes, but we are in the middle of our Crypt Kicker Five October Extravaganza that's series. Right. Yeah. So uh, and this time we're going to be talking about the vampire. Vampire. The vampires. Uh, so. Okay, so there's tons and tons of vampires, and I think most people generally know. Yes. Right? We're not going to go super, super in-depth on the history, the mythos, because in all honesty, it spreads quite broadly amongst cultures and things. All I'll say is that the vampires we know today, uh, that originated pretty much in the 18th century. Mm-hmm. Before that, vampires were, you know, the undead. Uh, most of them were peasants or, you know, possessed. So they were everyday people, uh, and they did not have the, you know, the pale skin and the aristocratic and the long <laughs> hairs and the sparkles. They didn't. God damn it! They didn't have sparkles. Uh-oh. Vampires don't fucking sparkle or play baseball. Okay. All Sorry. Right. I, I, I mean, it. I get the whole sparkly thing. As, I don't get it. But I, I, that doesn't necessarily mean I like it. I understand it. But the, the okay. So uh, we'll, we'll just get this out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what you think about the Twilight series or whatever, mm-hmm. I never read any of the books. And I did watch the very first movie. Okay. Uh, and the reason why is because the place that I was working at the time, I had an Asian bootleg lady that would come around. <laughs> Sweet. And she, she would sell... <laughs> You know, bootlegs uh, of movies, and right, right. we, w- I would get them every once in a while. I'm sorry, it's just something that I did. Right. She would bring around bootlegs, and I bought one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I bought the Twilight series, ser- the Twilight movie, the original one, because I heard that it was a pretty decent vampire story. So I was uh-huh. like, okay, cool. It's kind of a love story, kind of a vampire thing. I'll, I'll pick it up and buy it. I probably shouldn't say that I was buying bootlegs. That's but That's I, the thing. I, but it, I did. Okay, but you so don't anyway. do it anymore. It was like the once. Yeah. You know? So anyway, uh, so I bought it. I brought it home. My wife and I watched it, and we were both like, it, they got to the point where they were playing baseball, mm-hmm. uh, and we were like, we can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't. And it was not because of the quality of right. the bootleg. It was just that awful. And uh, quite frankly. I'm now okay that I did buy it on bootleg uh, because I feel like I don't waste want to put your any money, money. <laughs> your real money on yeah. garbage. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, I just didn't really like it. And whatever you think about it, if you think it's good, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm teasing. You, you know, in my brain, I, I think I started calling them glampires. Yeah. From the, the toilet series, uh-huh. everything's sparkly, and it reminds you of this like retro '80s. You know, everything's you know sparkly and fuchsia and shiny and you know what I mean like late 70s early 80s when all the videos were like vaseline smeared and sparkly yeah you know what I mm-hmm. mean uh but in all honesty the only real glampires are David Bowie and Susan Sarandon oh in the hunger in the hunger yeah, yeah. they they were the original glampires oh yeah. yeah the entire soundtrack two and a half hours worth is Bill Lugosi's dead <laughs> That's the only song in the entire movie. It's, it's so long. <laughs> yeah, I used to love that. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think I think this because uh, we're going to throw a little bit of facts and figures uh, with the mythos, but I think a lot of this is going to be uh, more 
you know, modern poppy culture reference. Well, type I wouldn't necessarily episode. say, you know, even modern pop culture, right? But I would say just kind of pop culture throughout history about the vampire and, you know, th- other things that it ties to. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. think we're going to necessarily go five ways you can kill a vampire. You know, and we I mean, might we're not going to do that. There yeah. are some so, funny ones. Yeah, so we know. we might do some of that, but we're not going too heavy and hard into it. All right. Well, let me let me start with the name. Vampire. Many different scholars argue the word comes from either the Hungarian vampir, uh, V-A-M-P-I-R, or from the Turkish upair, or upper or upir, um, which means umpire. Well, it's a uh, U-P-I-O-R. Yeah, there's there. Uh, I don't mean to break in, and I apologize, but mm. the upir. Uh, there's uh, an upir in a, uh, a it, there's a new Netflix show. Uh-huh. It's not very new. They've already had two seasons. And it's uh, called Hemlock, Hemlock Grove. Okay. And there's a family of upirs. And it, it's actually fairly similar to Twilight. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's the whole, like, there's werewolves and there's vampires and things like that. But it's... Um, it's pretty good. There's like an upir, mm-hmm. but there are they are the like traditional vampire right. Well, family. The, the Turkish word upir uh, means witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, and then some other scholars argue the term is derived from the Greek word to drink, or from the Greek nosphoros, which means plague carrier. It may also derive from the Serbian bemip, or the Serbo-Croatian pirati, and they're all many different variations of either, you know, uh, witch, uh, plague carrier, drinker, you, you know, like, yeah, they're all similar, yeah. uh, but there's no actual... It comes from this. Yeah, we don't know 100%. But exactly. It, it's just like I, I've been, I say all the time, and I even told, uh, I told Diane's student from History Goes Bump, we were talking, and she's like, the word that you're looking for, I think, <laughs> is synchronicity. And yes. I was like, I'm apparently <laughs> going that. to get that tattooed on my arm. <laughs> to remember. To remember it, because I can't, so basically, it could be from all those sources. Well, and here's the thing. And it, and it, and it formed up into a single thing throughout, right. well, throughout time. Pre-18th century. These were all handed down folklore myths, you know, mm-hmm. where, whether you're talking, you know, early Europeans, uh, Greeks, Romans, yeah, even way back to the Vikings. Yeah. You know, they have versions of blood-sucking creatures, you know, uh, mermaids. Call back to our mermaids episode. Some of the old myths about mermaids was they were uh, not blood-suckers, but they would suck the soul from a victim uh, through a kiss. And that's, uh, that's terrifying. But that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't the, cats do that too? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, they wh- just or was suck it, the soul, suck the breath the out of you? Was it the troll in the from, movie? From troll? I yeah, think it and was. The and then the cat was trying get to the get troll. it. I don't know. Somebody yeah. was sucking somebody and it was just <laughs> oh, all kinds okay. of weird. All right. Well. <laughs> so the, the basic 18th century vampire... That came to the forefront with the influx of people moving into Western Europe from areas that already had a deep-seated vampire legend and mythos. And then once it got to Western Europe, it was that's when 
we had the, the first novelization written about a, a vampire in 1819. Uh, it was a book called The Vampire by John Pelodori, and it's basically the predecessor to Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, based on a different count named Count Byron. It's very similar, uh, and then Stoker wrote his own kind of variation on that. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, he took, you know, different ideas from the Countess Bathory. Uh, yeah. Who would bathe Elizabeth in the blood Bathory. of... Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Bathory, who would bathe in the blood of virgins. Mm-hmm. You know, people and, just kept on disappearing around her castle. Well, and here's the thing. With uh, Count Dracula, Vladimir Tepish, uh, he was a ruler of Transylvania in Romania, and he was a bad dude. Like I said, you know, impale people. Um, but he, he was against the Ottoman Empire, taking over parts of his country. So, yeah, he did a lot of crazy stuff. But Elizabeth Bathory, on the other hand, she was a bit of a nut job. So she would actually bathe in blood and, and do all. So I, I think she was more of a vampiric figure than Dracula was. Mm-hmm. But Dracula had, I mean, Dracula. Vladimir uh, had more of the the notoriety because of all the people that he did kill, impaled, and, you know, he was a pretty nasty well, he, he dude. he didn't do it in secret. No, true, true. <laughs> he uh, was... Bathory was a little bit more behind closed doors, and people would just come up missing. Yeah. So, uh, and and thus the variations between, like, the, the, the vampire book and Bram Stoker's Dracula. But that's the, the spawn of the modern vampire myth was basically those two books. And then some of the earlier folklore kind of weaved in and out. So one of the biggest things is with vampires, to become a vampire, you have to be bitten by a vampire, correct? Uh, well, I mean, there, there are several different... In 18th century from now, yeah, modern... Yeah, you have to be, you have to be uh, bitten but there, but most of the time, but then there's also the idea of a vampire kind of just eating off your life force or your soul. Like a psychic vampire? Yeah, well, there's, there's like, different kinds of that. So there's, like, the newer ones that are like, I'm a psychic vampire. I'm going to suck your soul or whatever, right? right. So they, they do that, you know, and they're like, I'm going to take it's, a little bit from you. Energy, isn't it? Yeah. Not really yeah. your soul. It's more of, like... Your life force, your like, energy. I need a nap. I'm going to steal some of your energy so I can be awake again. Yeah, basically. Okay. Or, it's, or, you know, instead of doing that, I would probably just drink some tea. Or, yeah, or, or a, a cup, cup of coffee. coffee. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, call back to the coffee episode. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then there's other ones that they, they actually are all about blood and they bite, you know. And then I've also seen the, the idea, and, and this kind of, I think, I believe comes from what, it, like the Vampire Lestat, mm-hmm. and all, you know what I mean? The Anne Rice series, yeah. where they have to s- drain all the blood completely. Mm-hmm. To the point of dying. To the point of dying, and then add their blood back in by cutting themselves and putting it into their mouth or whatever right, it is, and they right. get... Some sort of transference of... Yeah, whether that be mystical or an actual vampire-like virus. Cocktail. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, what? A cocktail. Yeah. A little, a little martini glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they give their essence back, and then they become a vampire as well. So there's there's several different kinds. And right, I mean, right. I generally don't believe that vampires are actually... Real, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're we're all we're just this is just so, debating myth. Like that's all it is. Yeah. Before that, folklore vampires, 
some were thought to come back uh, as victim or people who committed suicide. Some people that were excommunicated. Uh, of course, sorcery, witches, warlocks, that kind of thing could turn into vampires. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes uh, the child of illegitimate parents. Some people that were stillborn and they you know, come back from the grave. Even other ones where if you ate the flesh of a sheep that was killed by a wolf, you could come back as a, a vampire. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, a seventh son. There's a list of, of old folk, folklore ways to be a vampire. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I believe that there's also some vampires throughout time that are just terrible monster creatures mm-hmm. that weren't people to begin with. They right. are they just... More more zombie-esque. Like ghouls. Yeah, right. Ghouls. And then there's also, you know, and we'll be getting into this too as well, but there's a lot of, uh, of Asian yes. vampire legends, and they're like Oni. They're oh, just yeah. like the evil, bad spirits, creatures, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. That will suck off of humans' blood. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of sucking off in this episode that we keep <laughs> on talking about. There's a lot of sucking off. And I, we, yeah. I, I just feel really weird about it. It's just a, we shouldn't, you know. You're right. The, well, you know, <laughs> giving me the... vampires are, you know, fairly erotic uh, in, now. In, in nature a lot of the time. In nature? Well, I think, I think part of it is the fact that they, that they suck blood, right? And yeah. where is most of the blood... Inside your body. Inside your body, but also specifically like the neck, right? Your erogenous zones. Yeah, so like the neck in between, you know what I mean, your jawline to your mm-hmm. shoulder, right yeah. there in your, your thigh, neck. Yeah. Your yeah. wrist. Exactly. So yeah. places where... The tender bits. Yeah, but I mean, when you're necking, that's the whole thing, right? Like when people are necking, they're kind of like kissing each other's neck and you get that like ah, up and down, the, you <laughs> know. That, if you, you have get? hair, you feel your hair kind of float a little bit, stand right. in, right. you know what I mean, like a cat. You know what I mean? Has, yeah, right? So I think that they can be very erotic creatures, you know? And that's okay. and that's a, that's like the lore of vampires, the lure of vampires. It's not right. the lore, the lure of vampires. On is a fishing that, line. Yeah. Yeah. Is It has a little bit of something that everybody likes, right? Okay. So for young kids, it's got the fact that they're like these scary creatures, right? Mm-hmm. Like how people like horror movies and they like yeah. to be scared. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, for older people, they have the lure of being, you know, possibly living for, you know, longer. <laughs> possibly living for longer. Right? You know, yes. uh, you know what I mean? For people that are lonely, they have the idea of, of, of having someone kind of, you know, maybe take control or some kind of sexualized, you know, encounter. Right. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. have, they have a little bit of, of a, you know. An air of mystery, an yeah. air of danger. An exactly. Air of they have a little bit of, of something. For everybody. Yeah. You know? When I was a little kid, mm-hmm. that was, man, I, I've i seen horror movies and sci-fi movies since I was, like, out of the womb. Yeah. That was, like, what we watched. Vampires have always fascinated me to possibly live three, four hundred years old yeah. and not really age, see a bunch of cool things, be, you know... What strong, uh, a good hunter, you know, you live in the dark. I was kind of fast. a fast, I was a kind lot of a gothy kid. A lot of the time, they're, they're, they're extremely fast, yeah, like yeah. salinity, like they can, 
you know, like the do like the flash sort of kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Shoo! You know, yeah. and um, you know, a lot of the time they are able to turn into other creatures and fly or fly yeah. themselves as some sort of mist. Wolves, or bats, turn mist. into wolves. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they had all of these very appealing characteristics when I was younger. And the only downside was like, oh, I got to drink blood? What do they do? But it's not just about drinking blood. They also, a lot of the time, and this has to do with a story, depending on what it is, but a lot of the right, time, the mythos. they have a tortured soul. Look at, say, True. look at, say, okay, let's bring up uh, one that I wasn't even planning on. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've never seen. I've seen the movie. Okay, so there was the movie with and Luke then Perry. They they I've seen that. And, which was awesome. And Pee Wee Herman had Pee Wee Herman, and I best. love his dying oh, scene. He gets stabbed Rudd by Howard. the ruler for twenty uh, minutes. Yes, so funny, <laughs> it's the so best. funny. But the show never watched one okay, episode. Okay, well let me let me give you an idea. When someone gets bitten by a vampire, uh-huh. okay, the idea is that their soul. Go they they die. Right. Their soul goes to heaven or hell or wherever it goes. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess probably most likely hell. And mm-hmm. then a demon enters that person's body, and the demon takes them over. So it's just possession. It's like possession. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But they are they are now, and they they're essentially the same they person. The... They have all the same memories and everything else. But now they are possessed by a demon soul instead of the original soul that was in that body. Okay, but then how do you explain the Klingon butthead? I can't explain Prosthetic. That. You know what I mean? You seen that? That's when they vamp out or I've whatever. Seen, I've seen yeah. screenshots. I'm like, why are they Klingons? I, like, I, I, don't, don't, I don't get that's that. That's just to make them scary. That's to make, to make them more, more like, you know, just just more monstrous. More, uh, so, uh, I mean, let's, Kiefer Sutherland, let's, Lost Boys, when he would vamp out. And he'd, uh, he did the exact same thing, yeah. Exactly. Weird eyebrow thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, and, and that's. And that's the cool thing is that you can play with it and change it and do different things. So true, you have Very Lost true. Boys, which we, you know, we both love. Yeah, right? I still believe. <laughs> yeah, best scene ever. So they, you know, it's almost as though their structure of their body changes. And a lot of people they talk about that, just how right. like you know what what would be the body structure and change of a zombie? What would be the body structure and change of a vampire? Okay, but the point is, is that they can eat and eat and eat, right? Or, right. And it's the same thing with vampires. They don't have a heart that's pumping anymore. They True. don't have to breathe. Like a vampire could technically go under the water and live under the water. Uh, but right? in some folklore, they can't cross running that's water. That's right. They can't cross running water, right? Right. So, so they could jump into a pool. Can they cross an ocean? Uh, that's not running water, right? Mm, it's, it's not really running water, but it is kind of still circulating water. Yeah. You know I mean? It's not a stream or a lake. I mean, a, a river. That's what I'm thinking, that mostly they couldn't go over a river, I mean, and that it, was the folklore. In Bram Stoker's Count Dracula book Passage across from Europe. But he also slept in dirt from his homeland. Ah, see, I think maybe that's right? the, the, the safety net. That was the, the crust of it, that he yeah. slept in dirt from his homeland. Yeah. So he was he still had that. And that's the whole thing with, uh, what is it, like a, the whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing, right? You know what I mean? When he has to have he he can i don't remember what it is it's the same sort of thing like he can go on to the land but he has to like be standing in a bucket of water it's something silly because oh, he's the, not allowed the, to the uh the cracking guy davy jones yeah, 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 yeah you know what i mean so it's like dirt from his homeland he sleeps in it he can but right, he can go out right. about the day I see that's what i'm saying like some of the 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 lore and the mythos is a bit muddled yeah uh depending on what region what 
area, what time frame and, you're and talking about. And that's what's about. cool because that's what you can play with. That's exactly. what you can do. You exactly. Know? Uh, all of these over the different centuries and regions and times, they all involve uh, the taking of someone's essence, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's psychic or blood. Or you know, which, soul. Yeah. Or soul. Yeah. yeah, something, someone's vital essence. Taking it from someone, like a soul thief or a blood thief. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, but then there, what if, uh, in Anne Rice's book, Interview with a Vampire, where Louis uh, eats, what, rats for a while? Because he doesn't want to kill people? Yeah, he doesn't want to kill people. Which, I always, that's the other thing, too, is that some vampires have to kill people. Other ones just have to drink their blood and can leave them alive. Right. You don't have right. to drain them entirely. No, I, I think it's uh, that kind of goes into, I believe, the um, the sort of erotic danger aspect. They get, you know, an adrenaline rush. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like in, in a lot of the mo- movies and books, they get sort of a rush from doing that. So what if you just kill little tiny, you know, rats or something? Well, that's the whole thing with vampires is that's gross. Is that, oh, is, so it's like us eating bugs? Yeah, exactly. To sustain you know, ourselves? Well, I mean, some people around the, the world do. Yes. But, yeah, it's basically like us eating, you know, pe- plenty of people have, you know, grasshoppers on a stick. Yeah. Grubs, things like that, where they but, cook them. They serve them in, you know, little food bars on the street. Right, but there, you're also talking a vampire that was of the Victorian aristocratic Oh, that, descent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be gross. Absolutely. So I'm saying. Well, I think it would be gross. I don't want to eat a rat either. No, 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 so no, 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 I'm just I'm saying, saying, if I was a vampire, I probably wouldn't want to then. But I'm saying, rather than killing a person, maybe an opossum. Yeah. Those things are hideous. They are. I suck the blood of those things. <laughs> but I'm just saying, with all the myths and legends, do you have to kill people? Oh, I, I don't, I don't necessarily. I mean, you know, I guess there's not much. Soul or blood in a, in a, a rat, yeah, in a rat or a possum or okay, okay. you know what I mean. I'm just, just, Humans have much more blood. In fact, you would think that vampires would be sucking on cows, cows or elephants or well, we we do have. Uh, I mean, there's creatures that suck on goats. Oh, the chupacabra, the chupacabra, yeah. yeah. Well, there are actually creatures that suck on cows, and yeah. Joe, I mean, I I could tell you a little bit about those. Sure. Joe, let me tell you about the vampire bat. They're, they're actually, so you think of like Dracula turning into a bat and he's this huge, gigantic bat. Yeah. Well, the they're, string they're, holding the bat flying across the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they're not. They're actually very, very small, little, tiny bats. See, I thought they were like medium sized. Like, no, these like are a, not, not as big as like a fruit bat or, you know, flying foxes, but, you know, a relatively larger. Bat? No, no. Well, there's there's two families of bats. There's the the mega bat and the micro bat. Mega bat. Mega bat. Mega bat versus uh, what is it? Mecha bat. <laughs> well, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like mega bat versus bass of octopus or something like right. one of those sci-fi movies. <laughs> but the the mega bats are like the fruit bats, right? And I think the biggest one is what is it? The the flying the gigantic flying fox. Yeah, they're like five foot, six foot wingspan. Six foot wingspan like weighs over two pounds. So very large. Yeah. So of course we all know that these are flying mammals. Yes. So the only flying mammal. Mm-hmm. But and then you also have the other much smaller micro bat, and they have usually have small eyes and very large ears, and they eat mostly insects, fish, lizards, birds, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But then there is a very specific kind of these micro bats called the vampire bat, and they live in like Central and South America. Mm-hmm. 
And what's cool is they're not actually aggressive at all. Like you would think, you're like, the vampire, it's going to come and bite no, you, no, eat no, you. No. It, they're not. They're, they actually live with other bats. Mm-hmm. They'll live in the same cave, mm-hmm. not fight the other bats, you know? And they usually live in about groups of about a thousand. Okay. So uh, what they do, so <laughs> I just wanted to mention this too. The smallest of the micro bats, mm-hmm. it's called the bumblebee bat, and it weighs only two grams. Aww, it's so such a tiny, little, yeah, tiny little bumblebee bat. So, but the uh, the vampire bat, yeah, they they live in like groups of about a thousand. And what's really cool, what what they do is they they basically they go out at night. Mm-hmm. They use their ears listening for for mammals. Usually, they try to go for like cows, like lar- larger mammals, right? Mm-hmm. Because a cow. What they do is they when they bite it while mm-hmm. it's sleeping, they they you know just could, like like Dracula, yeah. right? Yeah. Go to someone who's sleeping, bite their neck, suck their blood, and then roll out. That's basically what they do. It takes about twenty minutes uh, for them to bite the animal, mm-hmm. and then instead of you think that they would like suck it up, yeah, or whatever, no, they don't have syringe teeth. They right. actually lap it up like they, a puppy dog with their tongue. Yeah. So they they lick it up. It takes about twenty minutes for they get their fill mm-hmm. or so. Of, of the amount of blood that they need. Right. And then they go back to the cave, and then they go about their business playing and doing bat things. Mm-hmm. So, but what's really cool is they have an anticoagulant in their blood, in their, I'm sorry, yeah. in their saliva, yep. so that it does not, you know. Scab so they, up. Yeah, it doesn't scab up. It won't stop bleeding. Right. Uh, so it'll continue to go. And it's while called. While they're licking it. While they're licking it. Once they stop licking it after a few minutes, it does start to Yeah, coagulate. it'll start to coagulate yeah, and yeah. go back away. But it's called, it's, it's actually only found in them, and mm. it's called Draculin. Draculum. Draculin. It's, oh, it's, Draculin. Yeah, like insulin, yeah, Draculin. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And it's, yeah, it's a specific anticoagulant only found in their, in their saliva. Awesome. So called, and they named it after, of you course. Know, you why know, wouldn't you? The big guy, right? Yeah, why wouldn't you? So, uh, and that makes sure that, you know, that it doesn't clot or anything like that. A group of vampires can be called a clutch, a brood, a coven, a pack, or a clan. Really? So what do you call a, 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 a congregation of bats, vampire bats? Uh, I don't know. A I swarm? could not find it. I would a think. Hive? I don't know. Let me, let me think. Uh, a furry. A furry? They're all furry. They're so furry. They're actually really cute. They are really cute. They're you like know, little you... palm-sized, you know, about that big. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I would think a furry of vampire bats. No, you don't like that? A flurry, maybe? Not a, a flurry? furry. No, not I, a furry? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but what's also really cool is they're actually, uh, so they they take care of their of their own species, yeah. right? So, yeah. so basically, if a mother passes away, mm-hmm. another mother will also take care of her offspring. And it's so and adorable. But I've seen footage where the little baby bats, mm-hmm. they, you know, clinging tenaciously to their mother in the cave. Yeah. Uh, they will actually, like, scamper around the mother bat's body to get to the, the, the teat for the milk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like this little tiny, uh, I don't know, I don't even know how to describe it. They look like little tiny baby chimps with, like, dog faces, you know, and they're just crawling around, and it's so cool. So also... They need about one ounce of blood per night mm-hmm. for their feeding sessions. And uh, like I said, it takes about 20 minutes for them to consume that much from a host. And this particular species of bat can't go more than two days without food. Oh, wow. So if they struggle to find food, mm-hmm. what's really cool, not only will you know the mother take care of other 
people's young, other right. mother's young, if the mother passes away, but also they'll regurgitate blood in for other bats to eat if they did not have a good blood harvest. Right, right. So, you know, if, if you know, uh, you know, one bat finds, you know what I mean, a good meal, goes mm-hmm. and eats it, he'll go back to the cave, and if they're, the other people are, the share other bats are hungry, alike. he'll share, he'll yeah. puke up blood, and the other one will eat it. Which sounds really gross to me. It does sound really gross, but it's the same thing that birds do with worms and things like that for their young. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just happens to be a different kind of meal. So, they, and you know, like, uh, the, and they are only pretty much night feeders. There's yes. other, like, like fruit bats and stuff like that wh- that will actually go out during the day. Mm-hmm. We usually think of bats as, you know, nocturnal. Full but, nocturnal, yeah. Yeah, but some of the fruit bats and stuff will actually eat during the day. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm John from Free State Guitars, and you're jamming out with the boys from the Curioso Podcast. Okay, so I just popped a bottle of Vampire Pale Ale. Exciting. It is an old world pale ale, and it's made in Belgium. Uh, it's a 7.5 ABV. Yeah, looks pretty good. Uh, you know, we, we try to do sort of uh, themed drinks and eats here. I mean, the if Curioso. they've listened to any episode, Joe, they probably know that. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited. We'll, we'll give, uh, we'll give and who, what company made this, you know? It is made by Burr Van Stenberge. Burr, Burr Van Stenberg? <laughs> That's what it says. Okay. Yeah. Burr Van Stenberg Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's a Belgium. Belgish. It's mm-hmm. a Belgish. So, well, it's a pale ale. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, uh, a West Flatter. And you would think with it being like a, a vampire pale ale, it would be, you know, Blood a little bit, red. Yeah, a little bit more red than this. Like... Like they would use some some actually, it smells fruity. I, I smell like tons of fruit in this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. This is uh. This is very. Yeah. Very very fruity on the nose. Almost uh. Almost wine like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's really fruity. Really fruity. Like fruity fruity fruit. Like a fruity ale. vampire beer. Yeah. Very fruity. <laughs> Glampire beer. Let's let's give it a sip. See. Oh, this is. Is this sour? This I, is. This has got to be sour. It's got like a little bit of like. It's got a little, little sour note in the back. Yeah. Oh, this is good, man. I like this. Yeah. It's not bad. Wow, that is awesome. Hmm. Yeah, that is. That's a Belgium. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's, you can yeah. definitely taste the Belgian in it. Yeah, that is awesome, Joe. Very, very good. Good find right there. Where'd you get this one? Dawson's. Dawson's, our our favorite liquor store. They right should really road. be sponsoring this show. They really like, should all the time. Every single time we get something, <laughs> it's always at Dawson's. And the funny thing was, I went in and um, I was like, okay, I, I need me and Chris are doing a, an episode about vampires. I wanna I wanna you know vampire centric beer and or wine. Yeah. And I know there are a few wines out there that are vampire centric, but me and you. Typically, don't drink a lot of wine. Yeah, and I mean, we we've done like the ice wine episodes, right. stuff like that. But we, I mean, I do really like red wines, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's see, if they have a beer, and so he pulls this thing out and he hands it to me. And he goes, 
I can't vouch for it. I don't know if it's good. It might be shit. <laughs> He's like, but it says vampire. And I it was says like, vampire on it. I was it. like, all right, I'll get it. Yeah. So well, it's good. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty genuinely good. very good. Yeah, it's nice. But next time you go back, you can tell them the vampire beer is actually like a really good Belgian. Nice. Yeah. What's really cool about this is that there are so many different things about vampires that mm-hmm. we could totally do a vampires episode two. You know what I mean? And still have plenty to talk about. Three, four, we could do plenty of them. Right. I mean, so there's a disease called perforia, mm-hmm. which it's also called the vampire or Dracula's disease. And we also discussed that as well when we did our werewolf episode mm-hmm. last year during this same time. Right. But I'm saying that so, the vampire mythos and the, the creepy dark tendrils and fangs are deep within our culture, and mm-hmm. many, many other cultures. So it's, it's a very big, broad subject that, uh, I mean, that's why I, I was talking to you earlier. I was like, I think a little brief bit of history, and then most has to be pop culture, because it's so pervasive. Yeah. There's yeah. so many awesome vampire movies and books and games. Like, I would rather just talk about those. Yeah, yeah. Well, l- l- let me do a little bit of history here. Oh, right? okay. Well, no, no, I mean, no, this is, no, this is a really cool one, because... Uh, this past year, when I go, I go on vacation up to Ocean City every year, mm-hmm. and when I do, we, you know, we always go to the Ripley's. Believe it or not, up there because yes. we love Ripley's. We love you, Nora. Thanks Nora for doing our, awesome. our our Ripley's episode, mm-hmm. and she gave us some tickets to go see the Ripley's up in Ocean City. Yeah, so we went there. Uh, you know, walked around, brought Sammy around, and in there. They have a vampire killing kit. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about vampire killing kits. Okay. Uh, there was, I found an, an article from last year, 2014, uh, and there was one vampire killing kit sold for $12,000 at Sotheby's. It's a British museum. Uh, so the, the curator explains that he, you know, basically proved them the, you know, most of the, fa- most of the vampire killing kits to be fake. Right, right. So, but here's the thing. Although technically them being a vampire killing kit might be fake, most of what they are is they're cobbled together from other artifacts. So Mm -hmm. typically in a vampire killing kit, you'll find certain things like a stake. Right. You'll find silver bullets. You'll find little glass bottles filled with different things like Like garlic, holy water. water. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes they have like saltpeter and some other different, you know, things that could possibly, you know, combat a vampire. Mm-hmm. You'll find a Bible. Uh, a, did I say a crucifix already? Yes. Uh, you also find, you know, all the accoutrements for a small pistol. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's the th- oh, and then also a hammer for the stakes. Of course. As well. Yes. So a lot of the time, you know, and I don't necessarily want to go into, you know, what exactly you need to kill a vampire, but... There's so many variations. There it's are, insane. you know, a lot of people say it's ash that you mm-hmm. need for the steak. It's oak that you need for the steak. You're talking dispatching or uh, repelling? Dis- dispatching, like okay, with a yeah, steak, yes. actually punching it through them. Right, right. right? Sunlight, the steak. That's. The but it, but it's not just that. It's well beheading, beheading, uh, yes. catching them on fire. Right. So it's it's stuff like that. But it's also like specifically the steak. By itself, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's said that you need different types of material that mm-hmm. the stake is made out of to be able to use it. Ha- so typically, hawthorn branches and rowan trees. 
which oh, were I've also, also heard of Ash, and I've Ash, heard of Oak. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what was the original crucifix, the original cross made out of? I don't know. I'm not sure either, but I believe that a lot of the legends say that it has to do with that specific wood. Or right. you actually have to use wood from the original crucifix <laughs> to, destroy, to, yeah. to destroy a vampire. Where are you going to get that from? Well, with you know the religious relics around, there's a lot of people that say that they have pieces of the original say cross. Say they have pieces. Well, I know. I know I yeah, know. and then other people say that they have you know actual vampire killing kits, Joe. So uh, true. You know, but true. but basically what what they're saying is that most of the vampire killing kits mm-hmm. are probably actual very old relics. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're very old bottles. They're very old, you know, but, but the, they're basically put inside of an old box and sold as a vampire killing kit. And right. they can be worth lots of money, A, because they're... A collection of old trinkets. Of old trinkets, yeah. exactly. Uh, but also, you know, so, so it's not, but it's not just that. But when you put them all together as something, they can be sold off like that. As a so. collection of old trinkets to kill vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even though the the actual history behind it isn't the fact that they're originally a vampire killing kit. True. Other things to ward them off, uh, scattering of seeds. Yeah, and... Did you know the Muppets? Count Von Count is actually based on that old myth Mm -hmm. where the the counting of things was if you threw seeds or or rocks or something uh, of multiples, you know, out in a, a vampire's path, they wouldn't come and attack you because they would have to bend down and count the seeds yeah, or like count the pebbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're OCD. Yeah. Yeah, that's Obsessive, OCV. They're obsessive, convulsive vampires. Vampires, right. Right? But that's what Count Von Count is based off of. Is yeah, which is myth? actually really, really funny. It's awesome. But, but I mean, you know, so that's amazing. Like, you throw some flaxseed on the ground mm-hmm. and he has to count it before he comes after you. But if he has salinity, you know what I mean? If he moves really fast, like, <laughs> like the flash, mm-hmm. I mean, he might be able to count really fast. But also... There was, I believe, the first season of The X-Files, there was a vampire kid. I believe, yeah. Right? Yeah. That had that same problem. He, You know, they threw down the rice and he had to count it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, But yeah, the, the, that also goes through a lot of Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. And also, I believe, some of the other, like, Eastern European cultures as yes. well. Yes. So that's, that's kind of like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. And a good thing to keep in mind if you get attacked by a vampire. Yeah. Or, you know? or a leprechaun. Do they have to count, too? Are no, they OCD? They, it, uh, something like tying shoes or something. Oh, yeah, you yeah. tie their shoes together or something yeah. like that, and they trip yeah. over it? No, 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 no. They have to, like, if you have a shoelace untied, they have to tie it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. They have to tie your shoe? Yeah, they have to tie shoes. <laughs> like, it's a thing. Oh, I didn't so, even know that. Yeah, wow. it's weird. That's, that is, <laughs> that's really, really funny. And according to some other legends, uh, to dispatch a vampire, or to, if you're bitten, I should say, if you're bitten by a vampire, you should drink the ashes of a burned vampire after you've found the one who's bitten you mm-hmm. you know you drink their ashes after you've cremated them okay uh, but ashes are going to be basically dust right you mm. would have to mix it with something mm, wait this wait, is... well you know what i would mix it with mm-hmm. this awesome belgian vampire beer <laughs> is what i would mix that in fact maybe that's what it is the ashes of vampires that are mixed into this that is making it taste so delicious all right that's what's making it fruity to prevent the attack, a person should make bread with the blood of a vampire and eat it. Okay, I'm not going to do that. No? No, no. It's well, like blood sausage. No, no, no. Hang on. But blood bread. Okay, so that's really gross. <laughs> blood a. pudding. 
Second off, I've listened to a lot of Lou Reed's The Internet, mm-hmm. and I know that story, and that's really gross. But also, where's our magnet? Oh, I have did the Lou magnet. Ever, did I have so the, Lou sent us Lou the magnet. Lou sent us the magnet. All right, yeah. good. Yeah. So a little <laughs> shout out to Lou Reed's The Internet <laughs> yeah. because I love that, and it's one of my favorite. It uh, is an awesome show. But in. If you're grossed out easily or offended easily, don't, don't listen, listen to it. <laughs> don't so listen to it. Yeah. So uh, another thing is is that uh, okay? So let's talk about Renfield, right? Oh yeah. Right. Tom Waits. So, so Renfielding. Well, he was Tom. <laughs> Tom Waits was <laughs> Renfield. The best Renfield ever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know Renfield. You know he ate bugs and creatures and things like that. But he was promised by Dracula. He was a familiar. He, he was, was promised by Dracula to be made into a, a, vampire. a vampire. And basically, he was stringing him along. Of course. You know what I mean? He, he friend-zoned him, right? Isn't <laughs> exactly. that what he did? Totally he friend-zoned did. him. Yeah. He vampire-zoned him. But, <laughs> yeah. but also, typically, that is what's known as a ghoul. They're a ghoul? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. He's a familiar. He wasn't a He's ghoul. He's a familiar. Okay. So let me, let me get ghoul, into okay, a little okay, bit okay. Of A ghoul would be more of the... If a familiar was 89 years old, you know, and the the vampire decides to still keep him around because he does a good job and he's, you know, so what? He's really old. He passes away. The vampire can bring him back as sort of maybe not a real vampire, but just back as a sort of a zombie. Well, I mean, okay, so just Depending like on the mythos, just like there's different mythos for vampires, there's uh-huh. different mythos for ghouls as well. True. There's some ghouls that are actually like zombies and things like that, and they just eat like any kind of flesh. meaty flesh garbage yeah, that's some around. Living flesh, right. right? So, and in some cases, the vampire is that as well. Yes. So, but uh, there. Okay. So, have you ever heard of Vampire the Masquerade? The the game. Yeah. So it was yeah. a game by White Wolf. I, I kind of got into it a little bit because I was into their werewolf stuff, and I even talked about that last time uh, when we talked about werewolves. There was a card game called uh, Rage where you would play different kind of werewolves and werewolf packs, but also they had vampires and vampire you know clans, right? So you had the Nosferatu, which are raw, ugly, and then you had like you know just different kinds, you right? Know, well, of, you're, you're of, still of vampires. you're still dealing with both vampires and zombies are the undead, yeah. Right, but what I really liked about their white wolves and like their whole like dogma uh-huh. was that it all just kind of meshed together so well. They even had like different games where you could play like wraiths. You know what I mean? Like the kind of like like a ring wraith. Yeah, like otherworldly. You know, they had like a mummy one. Mm. You know, but they all meshed together in this this awesome universe okay. where all of those nightmare creatures. You know what I mean? Like universal monsters. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they were all real and they all existed under the veil. You know, where right, the human right. world didn't really see them. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of hid. You know, you would get like little glimpses, almost like Cthulhu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Little glimpses of it, that sort of thing. And it's all, all very Cthulhu esque, actually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but w- my favorite part was, uh, you know, that that was the whole thing about ghouling someone, right? Okay. So the idea is is that a vampire would, instead of actually taking their blood and killing them and then giving them their blood, mm-hmm. right? They would say, "I will turn you into a vampire, but what you need is you need to drink some of my blood, mm-hmm. right? You drink some of my blood for a long time, and then eventually you'll turn into the vampire. But what actually happens is that person becomes more enthralled." or becomes a thrall of the vampire. Ah. So they become their familiar by drinking their blood, 
you know, they become an addict, fixated, an addict on their blood, but they never actually become a vampire. A true vampire. Exactly. And they can ah. be killed like a normal person, but just like hellhounds or whatever during the day, right. they'll take care of their vampire host. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, because they can, they, they aren't killed by sunlight. They aren't harmed right, by it. Right. They might be kind of pale and they might. You know what I mean? They deadish. They, yeah, but yeah. they're not totally dead. They're still alive. They still have a pumping heart. Mm-hmm. So, but getting a little bit more into like the mythos and the the lore of the of the the whole white wolf, mm-hmm. you know, and vampire the masquerade thing. And I wasn't like a crazy goth kid, like you know, cutting myself, whatever. Like I wasn't into that sort of thing. But <laughs> right. what I used to love to do, and I even I even played it a little bit. I played a little bit of the of the werewolf game, and I played a little bit of. The, uh, of the the vampire game, and then you and I used to play, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and Legend Car of the Wars, Five Rings, Legends of the Five Rings, yeah. and all those kind of things. But mm-hmm. so we were into that when we were younger. Yeah, I just never really but, got into the the. I mean, I had tons of friends that played it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I even had a handful of cards that someone gave me mm-hmm. uh, because they were either all references to Danzig songs or Metallica songs. And that was the cool thing about the yeah. card game. Yeah. yeah, as they had those kind of. Yeah, I was like, would, that's neat. Yeah. You know? But, so, I, but I never actually played played it. What what I like about it is the mythos, that uh, it, it actually has to do with, like, the Judo-Christian churches, you know? Mm, so the yeah. idea is is basically it kind of mixes with the Bible. So basically what they're saying is the very first vampire was actually Cain. Okay. From like Cain and Abel. From Cain and Abel. Right. So basically what had happened was when he was... When when Cain killed his brother, of course he was he was the farmer, his brother was the the hunter. Mm-hmm. And when they it came time for them to give their their uh, to give basically their tithe to God, mm-hmm. right? To give their offering to God. Abel, since he was a hunter, or I believe he was he was a he I believe he was a hunter, but he also like he uh, was like a sheep herder and stuff like that. He actually cut his best sheep's throat. Mm-hmm. And gave that to God. Abel, being a farmer, had no blood sacrifice to give, and he was kind of angry about it. So what he did, you know, he kind of hated Abel because he was better in God's eyes. Right. He went and he killed Abel as and then, his blood sacrifice. As his blood sacrifice, and then freaked out about it and was like, "Well, I can't actually give this to God. I, I'm not supposed to be murdering." Mm-hmm. And then hit his body. And then when God showed up, he was like, "Where's Abel?" And he that. Comes the line, I'm not my brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I'm not here to do that. Well, when God found out about it, he basically sent Cain into the land of Nod, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's of course where Lilith is, the very first wife of of Adam, mm-hmm. of Adam and Eve fame. Yeah. He originally <laughs> Adam and Eve fame. Well, he originally had a first wife yes. who was made from mud the same as him. Mm-hmm. And then didn't really like her because she was just as feisty, you know what I mean, as he was, you know what I mean, and she, you know, he didn't like her, so God kicked her out. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a like, a like-like situation. Exactly. He wanted to like, or a He was like, I want a subservient woman, basically, right, is the idea. So, so God took one of his ribs and made the woman from it. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was more subservient. It's like that's a barbecue spare rib, right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, that's where, <laughs> there's like this whole joke, what is it, what it, you know, I'll make you this awesome woman, you know, and what is it going to take? An, an arm and a leg? 
or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, well, what can I get for a rib? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So basically he made Eve that was much more subservient, and then they continued to begat and begat and begat. Uh, yes. Meanwhile, Lilith is out in the land of Nod. Eventually, they begat Cain and Abel. Uh, Cain kills Abel. Mm-hmm. He gets kicked out into the land of Nod. And then eventually, uh, Lilith and Cain do some weird thing where they become lovers and they have some blood sacrificing. Oh. And it's his first blood meal that he ever gets because he has oh. the mark of God. He has yeah. the mark of God to say that he is never never able to die. He's the He's mark of Cain. The well, is that what it is? The mark of Cain? Mm. Well, he was, he's given the mark <laughs> yes. that's saying that he's never actually able to die. He can never be killed. Mm. Uh, henceforth, that's why a lot of people think that he was the very first vampire. Oh, so nice. And then he continues to begat and begat other people and turn other people into vampires. So he was the very first vampire. So that it comes from the White Wolf universe. And I always like that story, and that's why I always read those books that, that tell you the history of it. Mm-hmm. Something very similar came in the movie, what was it, Dracula 2000 or Dracula? The, the, it was like a whole series, like Dracula 2000 and all that, where okay. Dracula came to the United States. Do you, do you remember that? Do you ever watch, no, ever watch any I've of those I've seen movies? Dracula 3000, and that was terrible. Okay. Well, there was Dracula 2000, and that was, I believe, I've the first Vampires, one in that series. which was like John Carpenter's, and that and was terrible. Really? I kind of liked that, that is, one. It had James Woods, which was the only saving grace yeah. in the whole thing. My favorite part was when they dragged the vampire out into the sunlight. Oh, they, yeah, like, and shot, like, and screaming. They, I believe they like underwater crossbowed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then dragged it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but what was really cool about the Dracula 2000 was that Instead of the first vampire being Cain, I believe the first, and spoilers for this movie if you decide to watch it, <laughs> is that uh, the very first vampire was actually Judas in that one. Oh, right? So Judas, you know, he was cursed by God because. Played by Harvey Keitel. Not in that one. In my brain. <laughs> but Judas basically was the whole thing with the silver and him, you know, being. Giving paid him 30, 30, what is it, 30 coins of silver? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So he was paid the silver, which is why vampires now are supposedly allergic to silver, right? Yeah. Sometimes that's werewolves yeah. as well, but yeah. they're allergic to silver. But also why they have a, you know, uh, uh, not an affiliation, a... Uh, aversion. Aversion. That mm-hmm. was the word I was looking for. Thank you, Joe. I'll get that tattooed right next to serendipity. <laughs> yes. Wait. Synchronicity. No, synchronicity. And then s- serendipity. Uh-huh. Uh, and so... Basically, uh, after that, he that's why they also have the aversion to the cross and the aversion to silver and things like that. Maybe Jesus' breath smelled like garlic. I'm not really sure. They never they really mentioned it in the movie. a lot of garlic with, the, with hummus and loaves. And well, I, I think that's basically because of the entire idea that, that vampires are, supposedly have a very strong sense of smell and that's how they can find their prey other human beings right like a right. like a mosquito or um, well I mean canines can't, yeah but they don't find well I guess they yes do they find do prey. wolves absolutely yeah, they wolves go do. and they'll yes. search prey with their nose but is garlic an off dogs do too they search they search and they there's plenty of hunting dogs yes but they search and find ducks with their nose yeah yeah but is garlic an off-putting Scent? That it would throw you off? I think that's the idea, is that it's such a strong flavor, the stinking rose, it's, it's such a, a strong flavor that it throws you off It's an intoxicating, gorgeous flavor Oh, and to smell. you and me, but to vampires, they're like... Ah. So they're it's like, like that me stinks. and... It's like me with natto. If I, if I see or smell natto, I'm like... Ugh. I wonder if vampires have an aversion to, like, uh, what's the... 
mayonnaise? No, no, no. I'm I sure. Oh, I'm sure that they do. Gross. No, no. What's the uh, the the durian fruit? You know, what durian. I mean? Yeah. In, in Asian culture, I wonder mm-hmm. if they have like an. Oh, because it is that. it is sort of garlicky, vanilla-y with Sock-y, with a mix of like dirty old gym socks. Yeah. 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 And vomit. I got, I didn't find that out. I'm not saying that that's it, but I'm saying if you know any. Asian vampires. In a pinch, I think a durian would work. A durian might help out. It might work. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) There's not a whole lot on the whole White Wolf thing, you know, unless you actually go and buy the specific books. And play the game and everything. And play the game and everything. And and I'm not saying to do that, but I just always love that dogma there. I've always loved, you know what I mean, the the story behind it. And I thought it was really cool. So I figured I would share it with you, Curiosos. And write in and tell us if you guys play or have played. We'd love to hear, you know, some stories about that stuff. me and you have both played tabletop games. Absolutely. So, so throughout the history of the vampire mythos, there's also been sort of incidences where you had like the witch trials, you know, and um, hysteria almost. Mm-hmm. Contagion. People feared that their communities were either being overrun by witches, ghosts, ghouls, and or vampires. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the most prolific, the, the most prolific story that we have most of the, uh, most, the most stories from mm-hmm. uh, is the Vampire Panic of New England. And that had to do with, uh, was it Mercy Brown? Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, or they call them sometimes the Yankee vampires, right? But Damn Yankee vampires. <laughs> but I really think that this is where like Salem's Lot probably got its... Uh, where Stephen King got his idea his for origin, Salem's yeah. Lot. Mm-hmm. So Mercy Lena Brown of Exeter, Rhode Island, she died in 1892. And she was, uh, it, it was actually fairly late for that kind of panic because most took place in like the mid-1800s. Mm-hmm. But it was heavily publicized uh, because it was influenced by Bram Stoker's Dracula. Of course. So, 1819 was, was the vampire. And then uh, Bram Stoker's was, you know... 15, 20 years later, he wrote his book. So, yeah, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's it within the, the modern culture of, of the time. But didn't have to, wasn't it basically mistaken identity, almost? People with uh, tuberculosis, bubonic plague, they were all kind of associated with the Mercy Brown case. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, they, they thought people were, were becoming vampires because of these unknown, well, not unknown diseases, just... Diseases they didn't fully understand. Joe, did you ever see the movie Tombstone? Uh, with Val Kilmer? Yeah. Yeah, the, the old Western... So Val Kilmer, he played... Uh, I, I almost Doc said, Holliday. I almost said Doc Brown. <laughs> Marty, you gotta get it up. It ain't Martha now. So I'm he, gonna bite your fucking neck. <laughs> so he played Doc Brown. Right. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Yeah. And Doc Holliday had tuberculosis. Right. And his portrayal in that movie, of course, besides just being a swaggering, you know what I mean? Val Kilmer. Dick-swinging Val Kilmer, (laughs) is that he also, uh, he was very pale. Yeah, really sweaty. Very sweaty. Super sweaty. And would cough blood occasionally. And that's what... Tuberculosis affects your your lung tissue. Consumption. Right. Consumption, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, so the, the, the vampire fever as it were, did get over to New England, mm-hmm. you know, which is it's kind of bizarre in a way that it came from, you know, old world Europe, spread to new world Europe, then to 
the new world. The new world, yeah. You know? So my, my favorite case actually happened uh, in 1854, and this is the one that I was talking about with Salem's Lot, right? Mm, yes. So, and of course, Salem, as we all know, uh, it, it's short for Jerusalem's Lot. Mm-hmm. They called it Salem's Lot because of the whole, you know. Jerusalem. The, but also because of the Salem witch trials. So mm-hmm. it's shortened to Salem to give like an homage to the Salem witch trials as well. Gotcha. So it, it's this whole thing. But it, it actually was in Jewett City. And it was in 1854. And it wasn't until 1897 that Bram Stoker's Dracula had come out, w- would come out. So it was like 40 was years later. 1897? 1897, yeah. Okay, yeah, so a lot further than 1819, like I said. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but the, but basically, this all had to do with the Ray family of Jewett City. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first person to die was uh, the 24-year-old son, uh, Lemel. It was in 1845. Less than four years later, the patriarch, Henry B. Ray, was felled by the same disease. He was followed to the grave by the 26-year-old son, Elijah, only two years afterwards. So they, they just continually, his entire family died off. So uh, three short years later, his eldest son became stricken uh, with all too familiar symptoms, uh, and that's when, like, the true panic set in. He was uh, convinced, the, the father of the family was convinced that they were all dealing with something beyond a normal disease, he, and then people started telling him that it was probably vampirism. Hmm. So since he was convinced of that, he started digging up his dead relatives and burning the bodies. Then, uh, for because his his son Henry had been struck struck in uh, as well, they took the ashes, just like we were talking about, mm-hmm. mixed it with some water, and made him drink it. Right. Okay. To try and cure him of it. Of course, that didn't work. <laughs> so I wonder uh, why. Yeah. So basically, his entire family. Were, were basically killed after everyone had been dug up, burned, you know, and everything. Joseph Sr. was the only one that was spared. And it's believed, uh, you know, that the, the incendiary action mm-hmm. of burning everyone, you know, actually did the trick. Cleanse it with fire. Yeah. History doesn't actually record any specific date of Henry's demise, but everyone believes that he probably survived the affliction. So uh, now what's really cool about this is that kind of near where he where he lived uh, in Hopesville, another 29 graves were unearthed. It was an unmarked cemetery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they found the Walton family, who had lived only about two miles from the Ray's uh, farm about 50 years earlier, you know, in the 18th century. Mm-hmm. When archaeologists exhumed, uh, it was determined that one of the bodies had been decimated, uh, and it was uh, decimated by consumption or you know, as we all know it now, TV. tuberculosis. Yeah. So uh, they had what they had done is they had dug it up, dug up a body. They had cut the neck, you know, removed the head, severed the head, yeah, and then took their two femurs and put like a basically a skull and crossbones over their chest. Mm-hmm. And this is how they found some of the bodies that were there in oh, the, wow. in the cemetery. Yeah. So I mean, and this was this was years after the Waltons, but you know, I'm, I'm sorry, this is with the Walton family. Years after the Rays had gone through this, but they basically had the same thing. But there's no, the whole reason that we know about the Rays is because there's actual articles in newspapers about the entire story. So that's why we know gotcha. about it. So, yeah. and there's like newspaper clippings that people have followed. There's a trail. Found. There's yeah. a trail to find. But with the Waltons, they didn't know anything about that. It's all hearsay. 
you know. Well, no, I mean, we didn't know anything about it until they dug it up. Mm. And they found out where the, you know, they found, like, old records to say that it was the Waltons. And they found, you know, these femurs crossing, hmm. you know, like a like a Jolly Roger, basically, yeah, yeah, with yeah. real skull and crossbones mm. with the, 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 you know, the neck severed. Sands the head. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's... it's uh, uh, I didn't want to get too far into the great New England vampire panic, but it's a mm-hmm. really, really cool story. So now what you were talking about, uh, Mercy Brown of Exeter, Rhode Island. She died in 1892 uh, of the basically, you know, and, and then the panic took place. It was heavily publicized and influenced by Bram Stoker's Dracula and even made the papers in England. She was 19 by the time when she died. And her mother and sister had died of TB when she was young. The town was hit so badly by the outbreak, the population, uh, basically half of the population was gone. Like half the population of the town. It was practically a ghost town. From TB? Yeah, from, from TB. Wow. So her brother had fallen ill in Lena's death. The remainder of the townsfolk convinced her father may be one of the family members still alive, preying on the rest of the town beyond the grave. They dug up the bodies of the daughters and wife, and because it was winter, Lena's body still looked fresh Mm. because it was very cold. Right, right. See, I think, again, mistaken identity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what they did, they removed her heart and her liver, and they burned it and fed the ashes to the sick brother in hopes that it was a miracle cure that he Mm. needed, but he died two months later. From drinking ashes. Yeah. So that's the Ray family, (laughs) and then the Brown family, and then, of course, the Walton family, which there were no, you know, publications about. So, Mm. I mean, there's, you know, so it happened here several times, you know, in, in New England, you know? And, you know, I thought all the vampires were, were down in uh, Louisiana. You <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You were down there. Did you see any uh, vampires while you were nushing on some beignets? I didn't. I went to Marie Laveau's grave. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of voodoo. I, I did go to the vampire shop, mm. and I believe that's uh, Boutique du, de Vampire. Yeah. yeah. So we went there, and they, they make, like, vampire teeth and stuff like that. We didn't mm. go any to any like sexy vampire parties or anything like that. Damn. Although we probably should have. Pro- <laughs> yes, I probably should have found him. You should, totally so, should have. Yeah, but no, no, it was a lot of fun. It was you know the the they had you know incantations and stuff like that, just like right. the voodoo places and all. But mm. they had you know like vampire wine and you know just this, all kinds uh, of different. Do stuff. you remember we were talking about Blade earlier? Do you remember Blade Three mm-hmm. when the really horrible actor who plays Dracula? Uh, finds himself in, like, um, L.A. or wherever the hell they are, and he goes into, like, some weird goth shop that's, like, the vampire store. Is it? Yeah, it's, like, the Vampire (laughs) Depot. Every single thing in there is, like, you know, it's, like, a a vampire cup and a Dracula dildo and Count Chocula. Everything is, like, vampire. Is it like that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'm just curious. It's very much what it's like. Okay. No dissing Count Chocula. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. When I was growing up, uh, I could always find uh, Frankenberry and Count Chocula. Mm-hmm. The ever elusive Count, you know, Booberry, that was always hard to find. Well, I, I came across Booberry and oh, no, now, Fr- now Frankenberry, it's, yeah. Now it's like they hand it to you at gas stations. Yeah. But there was a time. When you could not find booberry. Now they have actually like fruit roll-ups that's all, that's made out of the same flavor. Really? Yeah, Count Chocula and booberry and frankenberry, they're all made out of, you know what, just talking about frankenberry, Mm -hmm. right, so I want to mention this too, Uh, Marvel Mm -hmm. 
and DC, mm-hmm. they both have their own versions of Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they also have their own versions of Dracula. Mm, they so do? both of them do. Yeah, Marvel does, and so does DC. Okay. They both have, uh, I believe that the one at Marvel is called Dracula, and then the one at DC is called Count Dracula. So, oh, but the, that's your distinction. <laughs> but the, so, I know, but I mean, they're different characters, they do different things. And those things, are so. super old comic books. Yeah. Like long standing. Have been around for a long time. Well, they have, but they're, I mean, it's basically, you know, Dracula and Frankenstein are out of copyright. So they're allowed to use them in their own stories. Right. Well. So why not? Of but course. They're, but they're yeah. actual characters that are drawn. They're drawn the same every single time. Mm-hmm. So what's really cool is, so this this kind of brings me, I'm segueing, Joe. Okay. Which, Segue the hell out it of it. It kind of messes it up when you say it's a segue, though. Oh. So I apologize. Beep. But the, the segue here is the fact that one of our favorite comic book characters has fought Dracula. That would be the Batman. Oh, of course. Absolutely. He's, he, well, in that one weird crossover, he fought the Predator. and like it, He's done a lot of crossovers. He so. has. But there's, there's, this, uh, there, there's Crimson Mist, Bloodstorm, and it's like a three-part series. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the first one was called Red Rain. And this is when... Red, red, rain... <laughs> And this is a, like an Elseworld world story mm-hmm. of Earth 43. So it's the Batman of Earth 43. Gotcha. So he basically comes across a group of vampires, and the vampires, hey. you know, he fights them, he figures Batman. out, he finds all these homeless people that have like two dots on their neck and everything mm-hmm. else. But eventually... Two dots or two bite marks? Two dots, yeah, two little bite marks on oh, their neck. Two, two dots are red, different than bite two marks. Two little red, you know, bite marks on their neck. Puncture wounds. Puncture wounds. Okay. So he finds, he basically does his t- detective work, he finds them all. Eventually <laughs> he comes across Dracula himself. Oh. And he, he comes to a standstill where they're basically fighting until the morning, mm-hmm. and Dracula eventually dies, but Batman has been drained of all his blood by by Dracula, mm-hmm. and eventually becomes a vampire, and he has to go into the Batcave, and he becomes a vampire, mm-hmm. and he tells Alfred, you got to skedaddle, you know what or I mean? Or I'm going to drink all of you. Yeah, so basically, yeah. and then the next two books is him fighting, like, the Joker, the Joker becomes the new Dracula, it's like all this crazy stuff, but yeah, so the Batman of Earth 43, and how awesome is that, Batman actually becoming a vampire, right? I mean, that's... That's kind of all we've ever wanted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Batman really should be a vampire. He should point. be. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, there's another uh, movie that came out called Gods and Monsters. And uh, that's a, an animated movie done by DC where basically it's uh, – I, I, try- I watched it, and it was basically like the new Superman is actually Zod's son. Okay. What? Well, no, no. It's it's like an Elseworld story. Okay. Right. Okay. So was, it's like a was, like yeah. a what if kind of okay, thing or gotcha. whatever. Right. Okay. So the the original like Zod basically sent his son to Earth instead of the, the original Superman. Mm. So he's kind of like a big jerk with dark hair. Isn't that Superman? Just, just like Zod. No. Well. <laughs> and then the Batman is not actually Bruce Wayne. He's uh, some Wayne kind of Bruce. No, he's some scientist that winds up. Uh, you know, it, it kind is of it reminds Edward me of Morpheus. Nygma? No, it kind of reminds me of Morpheus, uh, Morpheus the Living Vampire. It's the oh, same so not, similar not, sort of so- story where it's through science he becomes a vampire, or through mm, like messing around with vampire bats or something, gotcha, he becomes a vampire. Gotcha. Like the bat? Some, yeah, he has like some, like man bat? Yeah, man bat. 
kind of like that. Okay. But he actually becomes a vampire, and then uh, I believe, and then there's what is it? The the new Wonder Woman is like a different story with like mm. the new gods or whatever it is. So right. so they're all actually like. They're all the same trinity of the the you know Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, but they're right. all actually different people Wonder taking Woman. one of those roles, and they're all jerks. Yeah, you know, they what kind I mean? of all are but jerks. In that story, Batman is a vampire as well. So right. if you want to see Batman be a vampire and watch it animated on screen, uh, you should check out Gods and Monsters. Nice. Speaking of animated vampires, uh, one of my favorite movies when I was younger, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, with the talking hand fist yes. vampire mouth yeah, yeah. on his on his palm. Brad. It's amazing. I love that movie. Yeah, and hard to find now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember find like having it at like when we were like, well, like teenagers. Fist of the North Star, Yoda Sakadoji, you know, Vampire Hunter D. There's actually a sequel, which is not very good. Um but yeah, those older, like late eighties, early nineties, um Japanese animation films. Kind of hard to find, especially with the original, uh, without it being dubbed. Now, Vampire Hunter D, he was also a half vampire, very similar to Blade, right? Yeah, he was a daywalker. He was a day- <laughs> So, but that was like, and I, don't, I never kind of really understood the idea of the half vampire. So, Blade, right? Okay. He was. Let's get into this. Okay, so the <laughs> half vampire. So, Blade. Yes. His mother was pregnant. Right. And bitten. By a vampire. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, it is uh, Deacon Frost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember the comic book. I think the comic was slightly different, right? Or was it, it always Deacon? Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah. Bitten by a vampire, right, I, I, I believe, right at the, the cusp, the, the, when shelf. she when she was crowning, yeah, the shelf of of induction for for birth, uh-huh. and I guess the blood transference caused some sort of well, you know, she has contamination, yeah, but it was like filtered out through her, and he got like a little bit of it, right? So he was only a half vampire, exactly. So he has all of their strengths and none of their weaknesses. Okay, so how did it work with Vampire Hunter D? It's very... I think it was just like a vampire got a woman pregnant, right? Was that I it? I believe so. You would think yeah. that would be happening well, a lot more. In some of the old mythos, that was a fear that the, you would have... Um, some vampires could mate with other vampires and have vampire offspring. That would be an abomination. Yeah. No, We're I believe I Hulk. believe in I, be, I believe that that's actually what it's called. Right? What, isn't that or, or what am I thinking of? Is that uh, an abomination? Oh no, I'm sorry. In in White Wolf, the whole uh, vampire, the masquerade, and everything. Mm-hmm. When a when a vampire turns a werewolf into a vampire, they become what's called an abomination, where they're basically werewolf a, into a vampire. Okay. When a vampire bites a werewolf, mm-hmm. turns them into a, a, a vampire. Wouldn't they just be a werepire? They are a werepirate. No, they're a they're a vampirates. <laughs> vampirates. No, they're they're so they're basically like a werewolf vampire hybrid weird thing that are always in the werewolf form and they're called abominations and they're ah. a, they're they're like 
you know, they're like a boss level. Like in a video game, you have like a mini boss. Oh, mini boss? They're They're, a boss. Okay. So is it like, is it like, uh, in those underwear movies? Underwear movies? Un- what, underwear? Underworld. Oh, Underworld. yes. Yeah. Uh, where all the werewolves look like wet rats? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the one guy turns, he's yeah, the guy a little from bit Creed. of Creed. Yeah. You but know. he's like their savior. <laughs> he winds up being their like savior and like tying yeah, them all together. But in the white wolf world, they're abominations and they're terrible creatures that okay. know nothing but like. Death and destruction exactly. and, and yeah. horribleness. That's, they just like to tear crap up. Things up. Yeah, and that's it. So I found a, I found a really awesome website called Enchanted Doorway, and there's not a whole lot in it. It's, it's very – but it's – basically what they do is they've cobbled through the entire internet finding different types of vampires hmm. all throughout the world. So they have specifically Chinese vampires – Japanese vampires, vampires from Africa, Assyria, Australia, I mean, Austria, Babylonia, South America, Spain, and they're all these, Tibet, just all these different, so if you ever have a question about, you know, what, what is the one, so there's different kinds, so there's like the, the Japanese vampire where it's just like the head leaves a body, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this one? Mm-hmm. The head leaves a body and the spinal cord goes behind like a tail, yeah. and the head just floats around like biting people. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a traditional oni, oni you know, yeah, of, vampire creature, like, uh, night of a thousand demons or the uh, one thousand demon march, and they do have several vampiric oni, and that's just one of them. So my favorite one though is the Zhangxi. Do you know which mm. one that is? Mm-hmm. The Zhangxi vampire is the one. The, the hop, the traditional Chinese hopping vampire. Yes. Right? And, and Zhangxi is actually, I believe, Cant- Cantonese for vampire. Mm-hmm. So, but they are, they, they hop, Joe. Mm. They have to hop. Yeah. So that's really cool. But I, I found a, a movie called Mr. Vampire, which is actually like a whole bunch of Hong Kong movies. Uh-huh. And they're very much about like the, you know, they're very kung fu. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like seventies kung fu movies, mm-hmm. but they're they're all they're all set in uh they're, they're all like set in China, but it's like a Hong you know what like I mean it's feudal like Hong Japan Hong. yeah exactly feudal China but they the, Mr Vampire hops around and he infects people biting them and stuff like that and then all they have while to hopping and they have to hop and they literally hop the entire movie oh, yeah. where they like put their arms out like a like a like zombie a would and then hop the entire time you mm-hmm. know what I mean like three feet forward is that is that the the Part of the legend where when they would transport bodies from t- either town to town or to a burial, well, you would have two they didn't bearers. Have, they didn't have hearses back then, Joe. Right, right. So this would, is how they did it. You would basically carry, and this is kind of weird, you would have two sticks, a guy in the front and the guy in the back, both had sticks mm-hmm. on either side. So yeah. they're both carrying a stick. In between them, they're carrying a body. And the body... They're basically, they would put their arms over top of the two sticks. Vertically. Right? Yeah, vertically, and not, hold them up. Yeah, not on like a, a sled or a, a, you know, a bed or anything. Yeah, and they would put the they would put the sticks over their shoulder. Right. Right, so that It looks the, like three dudes walking. Yeah. But it's only really two dudes walking and a dead guy in the middle. And a dead guy in the middle. And yeah. because the, the bamboo sticks that they were holding and they mm-hmm. had on their shoulders, the dead guy in the middle right. would bounce up and down as they walked. Well, and they couldn't actually, there's a, a, a whole thing where, you know, dead bodies are unclean and all this stuff. 
So they can only transport bodies to a, a, a graveyard or a cemetery at night. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is you don't want to scare the townsfolk. So when the pallbearers or the undertakers or whatever you wanted to call them back then, the, the farriers of the, the body to the gravesite, to see their way through the dark, they usually had a lantern mm-hmm. that was affixed to the front or the back of one of their poles. Yeah. So all you would really see was... You know, maybe this group hopping of, dead bodies. Yeah, three <laughs> dead bodies just hopping through the woods. You know, or bouncing. Yeah. You know, I think that's that has to be where that that legend. Yeah, and I mean that's like the story where that's where that comes from. Right. And it's probably right. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah. you know you would be out at night and you would see these dead bodies hopping on these like bamboo <laughs> poles. You know mm. what I mean? You'd be like, oh, vampires. You know. What right. I mean? But uh, yeah. So, but Mr. Vampire. And these are all ah, like Mr. Vampire. Mr. Vampire is like from like '85, and they're like these mm-hmm. these Hong Kong, uh, you know, kung fu movies. And they're, yeah, it's like Zebra Man. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they're they're really cool. If you ever get a chance, there's another one called like Rigor Mortis, mm. which I believe was like Mr. Vampire Two. Rigor Mortis. <laughs> nice. Colon Rigor Mortis. <laughs> Colon Rigor yeah. Mortis. So I watch. Uh, they're available on YouTube. Uh-huh. Totally free. Nice. Uh, they do have subtitles. I watched. That's how I, you should watch them. Yeah. Do not ever watch dubs. Yeah, they're well, always terrible. Well, so I, I watched one of them. I got through most of it, and <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. But mm. you know, but you know, it, it was time. I was I was done after forty five minutes or so. <laughs> right. So, Joe, we've talked about some of our favorite vampire monsters. But what is your what is your favorite? Like, what is your oh, favorite vampire? My fa- That's hard, man. I going through uh, film classes and stuff. It was the old Max Shrek. Nosferatu with the creeping and the claws and the quietity. Oh, my favorite is when he's laying down mm-hmm. and he just does the and he like it like, like it stands up like a board. Up. Yeah. Well, so that was cool. the thing. Like when when people thought were you know supposed vampires, they would dig people up mm-hmm. freshly buried, and through just the nature of rigor mortis, some bodies would actually sit up. Yeah. And that's just, it happens, you know? Your arms twitch, things, you know, the muscles twitch. And a couple of dead bodies would sit up. And they're like, oh, vampire, you know? And that's where that little thing started from, that scene in Nosferatu. Uh, but then you've I think got, rigor mortis, too. Yeah. The, the idea of rigor mortis and them being stiff. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the, that sort of, you know, in a coffin, you know, just that sort of stiff, like, Reaction, but then there's oh, there's so many awesome vampire movies. I really like uh, I like Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy from and he's from uh, he's from Preacher, the Preacher comics. I uh, see so you're talking comics. I'm talking visual. Oh, like, okay, m- well I'm just saying movies. I like Cassidy a lot. He's okay. And did yeah. you know that they're making Preacher into uh, a I TV heard. show? I heard. I'm a little bit excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's cool. going to be good. And I do I like Cassidy a lot. He's just this Irish vampire, just. You know what I mean? Just, mm. he, I mean, I think he's like into drugs and stuff, kind of like train spotting sort of thing. But okay. I, I liked him when he was kind of like a beer-swilling Irish vampire. You know <laughs> what I mean? What about Monster Squad? <gasps> Monster Squad. Wolfman has no eyes. <laughs> Wolfman has no eyes. Yeah, it, I do love Monster And Monster Squad is now streaming on Netflix. It's, I love that movie. So, yeah. It's kind of crappy at times, yeah. but it's still a great movie. And And... Dracula. I mean, they basically use the the Universal monsters. Yeah, but Dracula drives that badass hearse with like the gnarly teeth and the grill. Mm-hmm. You know, and Dracula himself, like 
it looks like the old Universal monster, Dracula. And speaking of, like, Bela Lugosi, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, iconic, you know, wonderful portrayal of of Dracula, you know? It's just, you can't not think of, you know, Halloween and vampires without thinking of that, you know, widow's peak and the the pop collar, you know, and the fangs. Welcome to my house. Yeah. You know, you can't think of that. The aristocratic... Oh, and Count, the, yeah. The interview of the vampire, you know, the the film. I actually, okay, so this entire week, before this episode, I have been vampire cramming, okay? <laughs> so, because I... I don't know if you, if that's what you think <laughs> is that it a, is. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a thing, you know? But I've basically been watching as much vampire stuff that I haven't seen. Now, I've seen interview, I don't even know how many times, more times I can count, uh, and it does have very, very good parts. I've read parts of the book. With the writing is not a big thing that I like. Um, but that, that film, there are certain moments where, where I'm like, oh, that's really, really good. And there are certain parts where I'm like, ah, that's really, really bad. What did you think about Bram, Stroke, Stro- uh, Bam, Bram, Bram Stoker's, Stroker's Uh Majority Whoa. of that. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. <laughs> Dracula. Like, it's the only awesome part about that movie was Gary Oldman. Yeah. Just chewing up the scenery, being super crazy. Licking the razor blade. (laughs) Super crazy Gary Oldman. Like, that was the only good part about that film. Well, and Tom Waits. Yeah. You know, I mean, it it just, it wasn't really, uh, I don't know how you do a good portrayal of, of Bram Stoker's, but that wasn't it. I still thought it was a decent movie, it, but parts you know, parts yeah. were good, mm-hmm. but on a whole, not so good. And the the special effects do not hold up, flat out do not hold up. <laughs> uh, but then you have things like, like you were saying, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The movie was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, Pee Wee Herman, uh, Rutger Hauer. It was a really really funny movie. A lot of people like the show too, Joe. I've never just seen because it. you don't like it. I've just never seen a it. lot of people liked it. I also uh, I watched a lot of uh, True Blood, and the reason being is that I've read the the books. Okay, I watched so. one episode, mm-hmm. and they used cartoon sound effects. I immediately turned it off. I was like, "How can you use cartoon like bloop bloop? Wah. They should have used a slide whistle. <laughs> like seriously." That doesn't make that does not compute in my brain. Why would you tell a story about vampires with rogue and then use slide whistles for background, you know, sound effects? Well, obviously, I didn't have the same reaction to it, and no I thought it was okay, and it got it got fairly decent up until about I think like season five, and then it started going a little crazy. Hmm. But there was there was some I think there was some decent portrayals. I really liked. Uh, what is it, Eric, the, the 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 very blonde, tall Nordic vampire guy? He was like a Viking. Okay. I thought his portrayal was really cool, and uh, I think that like the books are fairly decent. You know what I mean? So, but it, you know, it is kind of a little bit romance novel at times. Mm. So it gets a little bit boring. Soap opera-y. Yeah. A lot of smell the fart acting. Yeah. 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 So, but you know, it's it's decent. It's worth like a watch. It's worth a you know a read if you get the chance. Mm. I just watched a film called Stakeland. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's kind of a playoff of Zombieland. All right. Not funny. <laughs> Not funny at all. No, it's actually. Pretty heartfelt, dark, and gritty. Mm. 
I like it a lot. Uh, well, so I recommend check it, it out. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's a Canadian production. So it starts off in like the Appalachian area, and it's it's their vampire portrayals are very very similar to a zombie portrayal. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, very, very similar. Uh, More of like eating flesh but, and not less of but like... But the transference is, is once you're bitten, mm-hmm. you have rabies. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Um, it's not like, you know, yeah, the, the slitting the wrists and you must drink from my blood and you will become a vampire. It's not anything like that. There's also 30 Days of Night, mm-hmm. which... Which I've been meaning to watch and have not done. The movie? Either, yeah. There I know there's a show. There, oh, was it? As there well? is the, okay. Thirty. It was originally a comic book. Yes, yes, and the comic was rad. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's got Josh Hartnett in it, uh, produced by Sam Raimi, which Evil Dead. Oh well, that's yeah. Yeah. Okay, I give that a try. Exactly. So the the first film is phenomenal. They they take the the vampires in sort of this like Nosferatu-y sort of. Yeah, I, I want to say it's like like Max Shrek, like Nosferatu-y vein of of uh, of vampires. Mm-hmm. So they're not like you know sad and put their hand over their head, and interpretive dancing with the ascots. These are like very they you know, take them kind of seriously. Yes, but they're feral and vicious, and they only you know they stick to the the whole dark thing. Uh, I don't believe they do the crosses thing. Um, they do the the whole. Have you ever seen the second one? There's a second yes, movie, right? It, it's not, as good. not so good, and it basically follows the, the comic book where the one guy's girlfriend um, seeks revenge and tries to track the the vampires down. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Yeah. So the first one, hands down, awesome film. But there are so many, so many vampire inspired. There, there's games, Castlevania. Oh man, and. And, you know, we were talking about the... I meant to mention that when we were talking about the stakes. The different... Mm-hmm. I believe in, like, one of them, there was different kinds of stakes that you had to kill different vampires with and things mm-hmm. like that. But, you know, you... What was it? You killed Dracula, and then the second one, you had to kill Alucard, which is just Dracula spelled Alucard, backwards, yeah. but it's his mm-hmm. his son and everything else. Yeah, so... And uh, yeah, I remember making a Belmont costume when <laughs> I was you? a kid. Yeah, and nice. like running around the house in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> With just like a rope for a whip or mm-hmm. something ridiculous like that. Uh, it's also in um, Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Remember how you oh, could... Oh, but you not could, ju- it's not just Oblivion. I mean, it's oh, also no, they, in Skyrim 2. They have moved it. Yeah, but I'm saying that's where it first started yeah. was, now you can be a vampire. Yeah. And I love those games, but... They are really good, but they're so time-consuming. That's what I'm saying. But you play for an hour... It's still there. I can't play for an hour. Why? No, I can't. And then you forget everything that you were doing. That's you the know love what of I mean? it. That's you know, the, you're like, you're like, what? What did I put on this weapon? I, see, I, I don't care. remember. I don't care. I used to play games religiously. Now it's like when I get the chance, which yeah. is like once a year. Yeah. You know, and it's like I play for an hour and I'm good. When I'm, like, like really, really sick during the wintertime, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, half delirious, that's when I usually play video games. Because I'm, like, <laughs> I can't. I got to get out of bed and do something. <laughs> right. And, like, I wind up playing, like, some video games or <laughs> right, something exactly. for a little while. So, but, um, okay, so, Joe, recently we both had watched a, a movie, which is probably one of my favorite comedies that I've watched in a very, very long time. It rem- Yes, yes. It's in the same category as... Like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, right? it's in that same category. Right? Yeah. So where it's like, 
it's kind of a parody as well as mm-hmm. being like an entry into the genre itself. Yeah. So, but it's yeah. called What We Do in the Shadows. And this mm-hmm. was actually, this was uh, Ron, our friend Ron, mm-hmm. the, our writer friend that yeah. was on Lovecraft. He was the one that told us about that, Ron Malfi. He was the one that told us about this movie, and we both checked it out, and it was so, so good. It has the one guy from uh, Flight of the Concords <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But basically the idea is that it's four vampires, and they all live in a flat, uh, mm. you know, in, in – uh, in, uh, is it London? Where do they live? It's, I, it's somewhere in England, no, I believe. No, it's not. Right? No, it's in um, – Oh, they live in Australia, right? New no. Zealand? New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. They all live in New Zealand. I, I apologize. <laughs> Joe, strike that. Cut all that. Let's chalk that up to the vampire beer. They all live in New Zealand. They all live in New Zealand. So, uh, but you have like the one guy, he's like a French dandy vampire. (laughs) You have another guy that's supposed to be kind of like a count, and that's the guy from Flight of the Concords. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to be like kind of the Dracula, the Dracula count one. And then you have one that's like a medieval vampire. But But he's the young one, and he looks like the the, oldest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But then he like kind of became like a punk rocker, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? In like the 70s and stuff. And then, of course, in the basement, you have the the Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah. That never ever comes out. One. Yeah. He just like, Ugh. yeah, just screams and spits at you. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's so it's so so funny. And but anyway, if you ever get the chance, check out what we do in the shadows. And apparently, it has done so well in like the video market and mm-hmm. stuff that they're apparently coming out with a second one that oh, has no. to do with yeah. But this next one doesn't focus mainly on the vampires. It actually focuses more on the group of werewolves that show up. Oh, nice. With the, the yeah, the, oh, I can't remember well, his don't, name. Don't, don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there is <laughs> okay. a group of va- uh, group of werewolves that yeah, shows yeah, yeah. up, and now the second one is supposed to focus on the group of werewolves. So, nice. Yeah, it's really, really it, fun. New Zealand films are amazing. Yeah. Like, I've seen a handful, and every time I watch one, I'm like, holy crap. And, and I really have to go there and check it out. <laughs> favorite line from the movie is uh, we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> favorite line, hands down, from the yeah. movie. So funny. If you mm. get that chance, definitely check it out. Okay, kitties. So I think, I think you get the point. We do like vampires. Uh, there's plenty of vampire lore, myth, pop culture out there for you to delve into. So uh, check it out. Take a bite out of it. (laughs) Suck on it. Keep your crucifixes tight Mm -hmm. and your blood in your veins. Is that a thing? No, no, I don't know. I was making that up. Suck. It was like a. You bite. It was my radio announcer (laughs) sort of thing. (laughs) I don't know. Keep those scarves around your necks Mm -hmm. and your stakes at hand. What? It's not even like a. It's I don't, look, I don't like know, a, man. A I just I'm I'm coming up I'm coming talking. up with something. Oh God! I might just have to stake you. I'm gonna bleed you dry. <laughs> Vampires. Thank you for listening to the Curioso Podcast. You can tweet us at Curioso Podcast. You can also check out our videos, YouTube.com/backslash Curioso Podcast. You can call our voicemail line. Leave us a message, 443-327-9673. On your touchtone phone, that spells hide a sword. On the Curioso.com website, on the left-hand side, you can help support the show by clicking on our Amazon link. And if you're a real Curioso, we need you to go on and give us a great five-star review on iTunes. 
It will help us get more listeners, and it'll make you feel good about yourself. If you'd like to check out some of our sister podcasts, check out thundergrunt.com. It's just a fried bread, right? It's not just a fried bread. <laughs> it's like it's like heaven in a sheet of newspaper. I mean, it's heaven it's, in a sheet of newspaper. It's it's it is. I mean, it's delicious. There's two specific bat families. Mm-hmm. Three. There's like the mega bat and the mini bat, and then the Batman family. The Batman family. Yeah. All the Waynes. Yeah. You it's have like uh, Curse like of Spider Island. Was it Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, who has absolutely nothing to do with Spider Man whatsoever? Is that like the what's, or any of the same origins? What's the the? She actually like flies and stuff. Yeah, what's I'm not the really lady? Sure. Is it not Oracle? The the version of that in the Spider Man comics where she like sees the future. Oh, and, she's not Oracle. Oracle isn't. I know she's. I, but you're talking about Madame Web. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's like a weird thing but they they've actually had a really cool thing i forgot what it was it was these these they're like um they're a group of people that are like older than time Mm -hmm. and they they eat totems okay so but they they eat like one type of totem at a time Mm -hmm. so uh so they basically started eating spider totems throughout (laughs) throughout all of the entire universe. Mm-hmm. So they had, they what was it? End of the Spider-Verse or something like that is what it was called. So basically, they started going through time and eating all of the, it's really cool. You don't have to record any of this. But it's all it's, recording. Yeah, but it, so they were, so basically like, like Peter Porker, Spider-Ham, they <laughs> Spider went after Ham. him. Spider-Ham. Yeah, and then they went after, do you remember that there was like a Japanese Spider-Man? At one point, in the seventies, where yeah. he had a giant robot mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah, that guy showed up and was fighting him in the comic books, mm. right? And then you had like um, so this is uh, like the um, universes where where uh, like Ben Riley came back mm-hmm. and you is this had, like, like the Ninja Turtle thing where all the different yes, very much yeah, yeah. like that, yeah, okay. and they all converged because they were trying to get away from these guys, and I can't remember who they were, but they were anyway. It was really cool and. Uh, so I'm trying to think of what else. Other other people showed up. A, 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 a character that they call Spider Gwen, where Peter Parker died and Gwen got the power. Takes the mantle of. Okay. Well, she actually got bit by the radioactive spider instead of Peter. Oh. And gotcha. And then there's another one where Uncle Ben got bit by the spider and, made and awesome Peter died. Rice. And he's an old. He's an old man Spider-Man as Uncle Ben. Nice. Because Peter, oh, you know, he, and he did it because he thought, you know, because I think Peter tried to save him and he got shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're all different multi pieces of the multiverse or whatever. Right. So it was really cool. Like, and then they all get together or whatever. And it was kind of cool because Spider-Man got to see Uncle Ben again. And Uncle Ben got to see Peter Parker, even though it was, you know, but all grown up. Oh. Even though it was, like, from a different universe, it was like, well, this is like seeing him again. Mm-hmm. You know, you're him. You've had different experiences, but you're actually him. Hmm. So, and then he got to see Gwen again, you know. So, it was neat. Vampire. 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 
vampire. <laughs> vampire. Vam. The vampire. The. Empire. Empire. The Vampire State Building. Joe. <laughs> so, it's the Vampire State Building. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Teal Pumpkin Project? Uh, no. A lot of kids have, like, food allergies and stuff like that. Is it like the Yellow Bike Project? Well, no, I mean, well, like, some kids are allergic to nuts. You mm. know what I mean? And yeah. stuff like that. And um, if you put a teal pumpkin out, you put a pumpkin, you paint it teal. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is that you have treats that are specifically made for people that have food allergies. Okay, so they don't get anything. No, no, no. The people with the teal pumpkins specifically have looked out for treats that don't have nuts and uh, gluten and milk and tasty things. Yeah. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Okay. I believe so that they just give out sugar cubes. <laughs> right. So that's, that's all you get. Yeah, and apple blades with razors in them. Apple blades? Apple apple bottom. Apple, <laughs> apple bottom jeans. Give apple. Apple bottom jeans with razor blades in them. You hear that? You got a whistle in your nose. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Something, man. something, something. You must whip it. What are you pulling at? What's, what's in your bag? What's, would you, oh, well, since we're doing vampires, I decided to bring red candles. You want to light them? Shh, why? I don't know. I just thought it would be like a thing, you know? Here, give me, those, you? give me those bottle caps. I'll send them in the bottle caps. Why are they all maldeformed? What are you talking about? They're, they're little red candles I made. Why are they all, like, oddly shaped and malformed? What are you talking about? They're, they're I like, made them. I made them. So, oh. I, you know, I, I just felt like, you know, uh, since we're doing vampires, I would bring some red candles. It just seems like the right thing. Seems fitting. Yeah. And I I made these little red candles uh-huh. specifically for tonight's episode. Okay. So. Are they made with blood? No, no. Damn. No. But you, you, might, you might smell some cheese when I... Are they cheese candles? Well, I did. I made them out of baby bells. Oh, the wax. <laughs> gotcha. So we'll, we'll see. What kind of cheese was it? Baby bell cheese? No, but they have different flavors. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. They have like mozzarella, cheddar. I wanted to see how it worked. Whatever fits in a, uh, what do you use for a wick? Uh, just a little bit of. Hair of babies? Um, uh, yeah, I used, um. What's it called? Uh, uh, baby fat for the wick. <laughs> baby fat? Yeah. It's actually, they're kind of working. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you smell burning cheese? Not yet. No? Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Oh, they're popping. They're, well, that's the cheese that's popping. <laughs> the cheese That's fat. hilarious. I don't know. I just felt like I you should bring them along. Well, you may need to put something underneath those caps. Because that, that's a lot more wax than the cap is going to hold. <laughs> I thought beer caps would be nice. Anyway, uh, I thought it would be nice to have some burning candles for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For our vampire episode. We are not starting the episode with this, right? This no. <laughs> you got to come up with something. Those suckers burn quick. I just thought it would be funny if I brought red baby bell candles. Yeah. It's kind of cheesy.
All right, I'm putting it up. Okay. Blah. Blah. Blah.